You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Thomas. We're back. Welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast. My name is Tom. I'm Eddie. And uh, look, if this is the first time you're listening, this is essentially just a podcast where we talk about sport with unqualified authority and unwavering bias, punters dribble. That's it. That's what you get. That's what you're in for. So strap in. Strap in. But before we get into any sort of real sporting conversation, Eddie, yeah. because that's that's where we'll get to. That's obviously. where we're going. That's so. where we're going to, yeah. but, but not yet. No. Because I want to find out how your weekend was. Weekend was, uh, was chock-a-block. I'm playing injured again, Tom. You are playing hurt on a Monday. Now, not for the first time, playing a little hurt, a little under the weather. Uh, gave it a bit of a crack on the weekend. You were at uh, the Secret Gardens Music Festival. That's correct. Maximus Aurelius Downs. Uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Hosts this festival on his property, is that correct? That's correct. So I went down on Wednesday night for a, just to help him set up. Get a feel for, you know, the community sort of vibe that's attached to the festival. Absolutely. You know? Well, you're a behind the scenes I'm man. A, yeah, that's right. So got down there Wednesday night and uh, just in time for the talent show. So I was... So this is, is this, this is everyone involved in setting up the, the festival. Yeah, yeah. Before the festival starts, you're all getting together for a little bit of a how are you? Yeah, and a talent show on the Wednesday night. So I was forced to learn Johnny Cash's Folsom Prison in about half an hour, which was trying. But I got there in the end. What, what did you go dressed as? Uh, Friday night was um, was year ten formal. I read it as year ten, so when it's like a bit of a nerd, you know, wear a, <laughs> you know where you wear a propeller around your head, got yeah, the glasses yeah, yeah. on, you know what I mean? Bit so of a you, throwback to to yesteryear for me, really. Yeah, no, I get you. You were a bit of a geek back. I was in the a day. bit of a geek back in the day. Some of the thickest glasses known to man. And then on Saturday we went as the Jamaican bobsled team, given it's the Winter Olympics. I hope there was zero. Uh, blackface. No blackface, just a morph suit, Tom. Yeah, good, good. That shows cultural We're intelligence. We're progressive. Yeah, Tom. you can't go blackface. Didn't go blackface. No, I didn't dream of it. No. But it was too hot, so I didn't really even put the, the suit on, to be honest. Had the shirt out, the rig out? Had to, mate, it was stinking. And really? these morph suits, they don't, they don't breathe worth a damn. No. Well, I mean, I, I feel like they're just meant to keep everything in and It's lycra, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Breathability. Do you expect isn't, me isn't... to to dress head to toe in lycra on a thirty seven degree what probably eighty ninety percent humidity? No, I mean, look, I expect you to at least start out dressed that way. Yeah, we couldn't even we couldn't even put them on for a photo. Really? Yeah, we were just you now. Know. Was this was it that you couldn't put it on for a photo? Mate, or, mate, I know the guys you let, went with, and I know that you're all pretty body positive. No, 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 and no, you're no. all a bit like you none know of, none of them. I'm telling like you, to get my body. Out. Ollie, Ollie Archibald, no, friend he's, of the show, he, he, he slipped. What do you mean he slipped? Well, he slipped a little bit. Oh, he's, has he let himself yeah, go? Yeah, a little bit. Oh. Yeah, and Ollie would be the first to admit that. Really? Yeah, See, yeah. I haven't seen him so, shirt off for a while. We, we certainly weren't. There's no. There's nothing of merit there, Tom. Okay, so there wasn't really anything to write no, home No, no, no. It's just, it was purely the purely, oppressive heat. Okay. Okay, well, that's fine then. That's yeah. fine. I'll allow that. Thank you. Should we talk a little sport then? I'd love to. There's a bit on today. Bit on, Tom. Dugan in trouble again. Yeah. But is he? Look, I don't know if he is. I think I think he's got a lot to be commended for, and I feel like people are maybe judging him a little too. Yeah, harshly. we're going to break it down we'll, accurately. We'll touch on that. Waratahs got a win, got a W. Super Rugby's back, it's back, and there's a smoky for the, the title. The smoky for the title. The nation is absolutely gripped with Super Rugby fever. Can't wait to talk about it. Bit of speaking of spicy news. Yeah, bit of spice. Bit of spice. Taking a serious topic here. Yeah, transgender sporting. Athletes. Athletes. We've got, there's a transgender woman competing in the Commonwealth Games 
in weightlifting was once a man. We're going to break that down. We're going to try and wrap our heads around that topic in the most socially appropriate and considerate manner possible. And progressive. We don't want to. We don't want to offend anyone, but we do want to discuss it. We're handing out VBs, ice cold VBs, and we're wishing the boys luck. The boys in creams over in South Africa playing some Test cricket. Let's get into it. Let's rip. Eddie, as the rugby league season approaches, well, I with believe. Every day, well, let me stop you there. Okay, sorry. Uh, I think we're at like. 10 sleeps now, Tom? We're about 10 sleeps away. Or 11, maybe? It's probably a little more than... Look, let's not get bogged down in semantics. It's very, very close. 10 sleeps. Very close. Yeah. And I think as as the rugby league season does get closer, I think there must be some sort of a... Uh, uh, some sort of like thing that's sent out to the players going, now, season's around the corner. Let's start ramping up rugby league-type behaviour. Yeah. Let's start... You know, putting a foot out, you know, being a little inappropriate here, getting a little too pissed there, just trying to get out, get the name back out there and yeah. just sort of, you know, remind people that, that league's coming back. Well, it's public knowledge, Tom, that, that Dave Smith, the ex-CEO, he was a little um, flippant with his spending of money, you know what I mean? Didn't didn't handle the books terribly well. No. And, and money's disappeared. Yes. So they don't have a whole lot. In the coffers. In the coffers to spend on marketing. No. And I think, you know, the punter and the dribbler are probably acutely aware of that. You know, I haven't seen the whole, the, the big drum up that we've seen in past years. No. You know? No. Like the, the preseason song or, or anthem, no, so to speak. No, it hasn't been that, or that, pre, even just the preseason ad. Haven't seen it. have the big ad. Haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. There's no, you know, that's my team. Yeah. We haven't had those sort of, no, no, Bon Jovi no. did one at one point. Yeah, haven't seen it, Tom. And it's because the coffers are empty. So the Thank email's you, gone. Smith. Thank you, Dave. Um, that's what happens when you get a poem to run. Yeah, the greatest game of all. Yeah. At least for winters, from, from winter's perspective. Yeah, from winter's perspective. I'm a, we're, we're across the so, so, look, so we, we, we now we understand the game, marketing budget, down. Mm. Coffers-related budgetary problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Smith-related. Smith-related coffer problems. Issues. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, one such NRL bad boy who I think the NRL has lent on a lot for some free press over his career mm. is Josh Dugan. We know that well. Yeah. Josh has he's had his run-ins with the law and with the integrity unit of the NRL, so to speak. And yeah, he's yeah. He, I mean, I th- I feel like he's pulled his weight. I think he's he's helped out where he can. He's he's certainly worth his weight in marketing dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. Absolutely, every cent. Yeah. And if we think back, you know, Josh has been in some trouble in the past. Obviously, there's the infamous rooftop session with Blake Ferguson where they both just didn't show up to Raiders training to go have a couple of cruises. Well, on the they route. were having a couple of cruises. Too. They single-handedly brought cruisers. Who were the, the vodka cruiser uh, brand was also in the doldrums. But oh, they were they were they were coffalous as well. They were coffalous as well. Do you know the marketing dollars? That Dugan gave for free, mind you, two cruises. Out of his own time. Out of his own pocket. And Ferguson, mind you. So there was that incident where they got blind on the roof of an apartment, missed Canberra training. Dugan also, he was uh, he was about to get signed by the Broncos, I think on a $400,000 a year, like multi-year deal at one point. Then obviously he got, he threatened, uh, oh, I don't know if it was threatened, he, he told a Canberra Raiders fan to kill themselves. Yeah. That's a little sour. That's a little Look, salty. it's a little sour, but we... we that was a little misguided. He was a young guy trying to promote the game, and he sort of... Look, he was a young buck that, that you know, that bit a little too hard. You know, like, it's it's like it's like a kid sort of, like, testing, kid, how far can I go? Okay, no, that's too far. Yeah. So he's just trying to find that Goldilocks zone of promoting the game, but not 
being a grub. Yeah, there's a line. There's well, a line. be a grub, be but a don't grub. be a degenerate. Don't be a degenerate grub. Don't do it at your own detriment. Yeah. Do it at the detriment of like the club's image. Yeah. But get on the back page. Oh, and the game's image. And the game's image. We, but, we, but, we, but we need just, the game to suffer. But if you want the big contracts, if you want the big bickies, Tom, in this business. You gotta fuck up. You gotta fuck up. <laughs> you gotta That's part that's 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 clause number one. <laughs> Have a moment, have a meltdown, yeah. do something. If you do multiple things, sometimes that can be even better, even more lucrative. Yeah. Look at some of our recent Dally M winners, Hayne, Carney, Barber. They've all fucked up. Yeah. So Josh recently, about a week ago, season's coming up, the hum of rugby league is in the air. Oh, yeah. You can smell it. You can smell it, Eddie. You can smell it. You can smell league. And I love the smell of league. It's a great smell. And so uh, Dugan, uh, he signed with the Sharks. Mm-hmm. He's getting to know his, his teammates, uh, Andrew Fafita, another man who uh, is never far from controversy, done his done his bit to promote the game. Oh, he's done his bit. He's done more than his bit to promote the game of rugby league, Eddie. I, I, I dare say probably under-acknowledged. Under yeah, but he'd certainly be in the top ten of greatest promoters of the game. Oh, shit, yeah. So he and... Certainly of the last five years. Of the last five years. That's probably a, a more apt uh, description or point to make. Mm. So they were a, a Saturday night. They were catching up as friends do. They've gone to... And where do you go for a catch-up if you're really... Well, you start at your home. Mm. You get a couple in you. Oh, well... You, you pre-drink. More than a couple. Yeah, you've got to get a gut full in you. Yeah, yeah. you got to go in bloody firing on all cylinders. Yeah, you've got to be going in cooked. Well, knowing you're, a, you know, what? Two weeks little, out little under, little under two weeks out. You've you got to be riding yourself off. You've got to have a skinful. You've got to harden yourself up for, a, for what is a long season. If you're exactly. not flying... <laughs> With bloody 10 days out. What are you doing? What are you doing? What's the point of preseason? Yeah. So Josh and and Josh Dugan and Andrew Fafita uh, have gone down to the local RSL. Yeah, down to the RE. Down That's to the right. RE. Return Servicemen's League. Yeah, yeah to yeah. play some pokies. Have a punt. Why not? Cooked. They're on big money, Tom. They're, big... They're giving back to the community. That's it. Who needs money more than the RE? Exactly. They're looking after our return servicemen and women. And they need a few dollars, and God bless for Feeder and Dugan thought, you know what? Going to do my bit. I'm going to do our bit. We should give back to those that serve. We, let's, let's get let's, on down there on with a, a gut machine and just start <laughs> slapping for gold. $2.50 hits, all we can bet. And they probably came up, look, such are the, such is the, the, the generosity the, of the men, Tom, that they probably came up with an agreement that whatever we win, we're putting it back in. <laughs> yeah. Let's and agree on that. We'll, we'll put it back in. Or we're, we'll put it rums, the bar. We're buying rums, and we're putting it back through. If you, if you, and if you've got a singing machine, that'd also help. Yeah. So, look, they're in there. They're playing the pokies by all accounts, honouring the agreement to put everything they win back in yeah. and spending big on rums. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously... The, obviously, they they maybe they didn't put it all back in or something. There was some confusion because the security guards have come in and gone, Josh, you got to leave. Josh has gone, well, hold on a second. I thought we had an agreement here. Uh, I've come in with a skin this, full uh, of rums. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Can you not see that I'm currently undertaking charity work? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not see? I'm, this is part of the NRL's outreach program. <laughs> I'm helping out our diggers. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, did, you, you, did, you, did you not get the memo? Oh, sorry. Do you hate the Anzacs? Are you not a patriot? Let me sit here on Where's the Gold doing $2.50 hits and drinking rums. And if you don't mind, I would like to enjoy a cigarette. Do you have a lighter? Yeah. And if you don't get one, I'm gonna, I'm I gonna, might flog you. I might flog you. I'm going to start getting... Because you've been un-Australian. I'm going to get antisocial here. Yeah, because you've been un-Australian. Josh thinks, got to put my marketing hat on now. Yeah. 
It's time to shine. Now, obviously, I was doing charity work, but now my marketing brain's got to yeah, kick yeah. in. It's time to shine. It's time to shine. And that's the NRLs. Um, there. Well, good on the NRL. Well, there. they've they... shaped them into the men they are. Yes, that's with all the, the the training courses and the media training, the media training, and that sort of thing. How to hold yourself Seminars. in society. It, it all comes back to Dugan. So he's well taught, well trained. Exactly. And he goes, "I'm taking my charity hat off, and I'm putting my marketing hat on." Okay, because it's time to shine. Yes, because God knows I need to fill the NRL's coffers so they can fill mine. That's it. And he's, by all accounts, had a bit of a shit fit. He's kicked off. Yeah, as now, he should. As he should. As, as is his right, Tom. As is his right. Exactly. As is what the NRL expects. What's great about Dugan and and Fafita is, like any great duo, they know how to work with each other, yeah, off play each off other. each other, yeah, bounce yeah. off each other. Yeah. So it's a bit a bit of the good cop bad cop. Now Dugan knows he's got to throw a shit fit to try and get in the papers. Mm. Fafita goes, I've got to just manages levels. Mm. So it's like oh, I'm going to I'm going to be in there. So he doesn't go degenerate grub. We don't want him de- we don't want him Matt lodging the joint. Yeah. <laughs> we just we just want him, you know, if he can piss in his own face even. Yeah. I'd allow that. Yeah. But just no Matt lodging. Yeah. So Fafita's been there sort of just being that buffer between, you know, Carney and Lodge. Mm. Sure. And by and and how's it gone, Eddie? How's it gone? Back back pages of papers across all networks. Column inches for days, mm. and the everyone's game, got opinion. Everyone's got an opinion. But what are we talking about? We're talking about the greatest winter game of all, rugby, rugby league. league. It's on the pun, it's on the tip of the tongue of the punter and the dribbler, <laughs> <laughs> and more than that, Tom. It's on the it's on the the tips of the tongues of those that don't even watch the game. That's it. We're bringing new people to the game. Bringing new eyeballs. Bringing new eyeballs. Bums on seats. Money in the coffers. Okay. So to Dugan, I say, mate, you've, you haven't lost your touch. No, you haven't. You've still got the goods. <laughs> Pre-season form is looking fantastic. Um, look, I, I, I've got him penciled in for a hell of a season because what he's shown so far, Tom. He looks like he's going to be. T- he's, I think he's going to have a real hum on this season. <laughs> I expect to see him in blue. <laughs> he's all signs of pointing to blue right now. Oh, yeah. It's very impressive work from him. And Fafita, happy you were there as well, mate. Well, he's, he's always there digging in yeah. because... A couple of years ago, what was it, 20, 2016, he had a big year. He did have he had a big, big year, didn't he? He had a big marketing year. Yeah. Probably still a little burnout, if I'm yeah. honest. <laughs> you know what? That's right. He, he's taking he, on a bit more of a uh, – you know, he's a calming influence well, in the marketing. Well, he's an accessory now. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's done his job as as, as the head man, as, yeah. as the leader, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, Um But good to see him there. Yeah, he's no longer head of marketing, but no, he's overseeing no. but it. He's a, yeah, look. Chief he, operating officer? Oh, yeah. Sure. Now – we move on from Josh and from Andrew to, we don't really know if it's true, but the rumours, the innuendo flying around rugby league. Uh, look, to be honest, the rumour dried up as quickly as it's well, sort of moistened. That's, look, it, it dried all the way up. Now, I've got a bit of a bone to pick. Now, punters, dribblers, if you don't know what we're talking about, it may be because you've been living under a rock. Metaphorical or otherwise. Yeah. But I'd assume literal, if you don't know this one. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'd, this is literal I'd, I'd say literal. This is literal rock business if yeah. you haven't heard this story. Mm, forget the metaphors. You've yeah. been living under a, a rock. rock. Yeah. Which is disturbing. Yeah, the, you've got the problems. But we're talking about Sonny Bill Williams and his touted return to the Chooks at the end of the year once he's finished up playing for the Auckland Blues. Correct. So their season finishes in July. August, I think maybe, or okay. July, and they come back. August. So they've 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 had they've had visions of grandeur. They're going to fly him back for September footy, assuming they're there. Yeah, I mean that's a big that's a big if. I think I think we can agree on that. Well, look, I mean, 
We hope. We hope. We hope. We hope. God, we hope. Um, and apparently has been told by the All Blacks that he's no longer wanted or needed in their World Cup, World Cup plans. plans, right? So that's what we've heard. Now, what pissed me off about it, whether it's true or not, is Fox Sports and just just their dribble headlines that they come up with. Now, they've addressed the Sonny Bill Williams issue by saying that Sonny Bill Williams releases cryptic tweet. They call it cryptic. Okay. Now, when I hear cryptic, I mean that it's it's multi-layered. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. There's a, a, he's not saying one way or another. He's not, he's not being definitive, all right? Cryptic. He's being cryptic. We know what cryptic means, punters and Having dribblers. a meaning that is mysterious or obscure. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Now, is this cryptic, Tom? Punters, dribblers? This is his tweet. That's supposedly cryptic. Yeah, yeah, this is cryptic. Let's see if we can decipher this. I love being a part of the Orkham Blues and the All Blacks. God willing, I'm a part of another successful World Cup campaign next year in 2019. That's the cryptic message. Now, I read that as, I'm staying. I'm staying. Unless maybe they're just trying to work out which God he's yeah, referring yeah, yeah. to. And then the, the article, of which has been described as cryptic, goes on to say, he also confirmed in a text to senior News Corp reporter Phil Rothfield that the rumours of an NRL return were false. So, 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 the, so the article should have been uh, titled, Rumours False, yeah, but that's says like, Sonny Bill Williams. Yes. Unfortunately, that ain't getting people clicking through to the website. Honda's got great deals across a great range all month long. In fact, they're so great that we can't tell you exactly what they are. So what's the deal? Come in to find out and let's help you into a Honda today. T's and C's apply. See honda.com.au for details. Is it not? No. It's just, oh, okay, he's not going. But if it's yeah, but a cryptic it, tweet, yeah. I get to go in there and then go, like you, and become enraged yeah. with this publication that I respect once. Once. Look, I still go there as my, as oh, my, it's as my, my source. It's my primary yeah, source. Yeah. But they're slipping. Well, I think everyone is, because everyone just needs to... What I'd like to say to Fox Sports, if I could... Yeah, yeah. Well, you've got the mic. If, if I could have the floor, if, is that I trust you. I'm coming to you for news. Mm. If I need to find out about something, that's where I'll go. From a sports perspective, if it's like political, then obviously no, I won't. Yeah, <laughs> but if but sporting related, yeah, I'm you're not going in for finding. No, exactly. Mm. No, that's mm. more my fin reviews. Yeah, but if I'm coming, for, if I'm looking for sport, if my appetite Eddie is sport, mm. I'm going to Fox Sports News. So you don't need to you don't need to lie to me with your cryptic tweet. I'm coming anyway. I'm coming. You don't need to trick me into it because I'm there. And all you're doing is pissing me off. It's pissing off the punter and the dribbler. The only thing cryptic was the headline because yeah. it was obscure and I didn't understand how it was cryptic at all. All right, just a quick reminder, mid-podcast reminder, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening to us, you've probably been listening to us for a while. Maybe you're a new one. I don't know. But we'd just like you to remember to subscribe to our shit on whatever podcast platform you use. And share. And share it. Subscribe and share. So this is how it goes. Oh, I go to my podcast platform whether it's Acast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck it is, you go there and you hit subscribe, Eddie. Not hard, Tom. Not bloody hard. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever the fuck it's called, you could also give us a five-star review and leave a comment. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be nice. People helping people, Tom. It's powerful stuff. Now, Tom, 
This has been, you know, a point of contention, I think, in the sporting world. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. And it's reared its head again. Now, the issue is that of transgender women, once men, now women. Just transgender athletes. Yeah, but no. It only swings one way. You never hear of women competing in the men's tournaments. tournaments. It only goes the other way. And I I, I don't think it takes a lot of thought to figure out why. You know what I mean? Yep. It's because men are, as a whole, bigger, stronger, faster, more athletic. Yes. And that's just the way it is. Yes. Okay? Now, we've got on our hands another, an issue of contention. So, a New Zealand transgender weightlifter, Mm -hmm. which seems to me as though a sport where you're going to have the most advantage. Is that fair to say? It's fair to say. I don't know. But, I mean, it's certainly going to... Like, as opposed to, like, long jump. Yes. Or race walking. Yeah, yes. You know? Yes. I would have thought. Yeah, well, you know... Swimming, even. Yeah. Weightlifting is probably one where... It'd it'd be right up there. That shot put and javelin. Yeah, yeah. Some explosive... Yeah. Yeah. Strength sport. Yes. Now, New Zealand trans... New Zealand um, Olympic... Commonwealth Commonwealth Games. Commonwealth Games Committee has, you know, entered in this transgender weightlifter. Her name is uh, Laurel Hubbard. Laurel Hubbard. Now, I just, I would just like to just give a little background here. Laurel Hubbard once, uh, shit, what's his, what's the, what was, what was her original name? Was once Gavin Hubbard, who had competed in elite weightlifting events as a man. So, Gavin now Laurel. Correct. Once an 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 elite level weightlifter for men. Yes. Now now looking to do do his bit in the in the women's event. Yes. As a woman. Yes. Laurel. Yes. Now the Australian Commonwealth Committee has looked to to put a ban on this athlete competing. Yes. But has been overruled by the IWF. IWF, which is the International Weightlifting Federation. Federation. Now. We're not transgender. We're we're not we're not really in touch with with their the plight of the transgender. Their plight of the transgender community. Okay, so we're not here to to argue that point. No, what we're here to discuss, I think it's fair. Yes, is how do how do women feel about this? And I'm talking about the women competing. Yes, are they? I can't see, and I'm just I'm just hazarding a guess that they're probably not. St- Doked on Laurel once Gavin, who was an elite weightlifter, weightlifter coming in to steal gold. Yes, I can't. I can't imagine. I can't see G- Laurel losing. No, given what we know about her past. Yes, or even I like I because Laurel's stories come up before in the past, and I believe that Laurel has come second at some events, and but she's always meddling. Okay. She's in and around the medals. Yes. Now, I personally can't see how it is fair. There see now there is an argument and I think that this is something that I would like for us to do at some point is to sit down and speak with uh real doctors in the field of this and just like get them to give us their yarn. Yeah. Get them to explain because the whole IOC standards, I believe, are that they have to have their testosterone below a certain level. Now, reading this article about Laurel, her testosterone levels are below that of a normal female. My question would be that she has... 
She's she's she she's got a base though. Of, she 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 only transitioned at thirty five. She is now thirty nine. So she's been a man for thirty five years, and then lifting, with, lived, lifting, and and also like her body has developed with all of the specific uh, sort of testosterone, whatever fucking chemicals come up as you develop into a man as you hit puberty. She's had thirty five years of that, and now I find it hard to wrap my head around. The reality of going, okay, well, now we're giving them some, like, uh, you know, hormone or testosterone depleting drugs or, like, whatever it is to lower their testosterone. Yeah, I, I understand that. And look, that, I don't know that, how that works. No, but it, well, look, it does. I can understand how you can go, okay, Laurel's got less testosterone than the average woman. Certainly less than she had when she was gay. Yeah, yeah. But what I think is clearly been overlooked is the fact that Laurel. When she was Gavin, has put on would have put on a bit a lot of size and and work and you know refined the technique and put on a shitload of muscle and I think that you once your base is there, it sort of it sort of hangs around. You can maintain the base, yes, and even look, with reduced testosterone levels. What I think the, the thing that you said at the start of this, which I find to be quite a good point, is that you aren't seeing women, born women, becoming a man, really competing at any high level of it's, male sports. Put it sports. this way. Put it this way. I've never, ever heard of it. No, I've never heard of it either. Ever. Ever. So you'd have to ask yourself, why is it that men seem to be able to? There's Hannah Mouncey in the AFL. Like, yeah. why men seem to be able to transition into women's sports once they trans, once they transition, yeah. and women don't seem to be able to do it as effectively? There must be a reason there. And I'd like to find some sort of doctor who can explain to me how this situation happens. I would also like to ask, and this is, I'm not saying, because people might go, well, what, uh, uh, transgender people not allowed to compete in sports? I wouldn't say that. You just wonder whether it's like, you can't, you're not going to be able to accommodate for everyone in every situation every time, right? You're not. And it's it's a very tough situation that transgender people have to go through and they're already marginalised and sort of, they feel fucking on the fringe of society. And that's the, the last thing you want is for them to, for that to be compounded or to feel any worse. Yeah. But there has to be some sort of realistic approach to this where you're not going, oh, well, let's just let him compete then. Because it's un- it seems to me to be unfair. I just don't, we, don't, no. we don't have all the answers here, Tom. No. But I thought we'd just try and thrash it out. Thrash it out. With the punter and the dribbler. It, look, you know what? It's a very it's a very it's a it's a spicy topic. Oh, it's spicy, yeah. It's got a lot of people's interests involved. Oh yeah. And we're not trying to shit on the hopes and dreams of anyone, let alone transgenders. Just having an open just, discussion. Just having an open discussion between a couple of mates. And if any of the punters and dribblers have any answers which they'd like to share. By all means. Or, shoot them through. Or if you can send us the contacts of a doc who might be interesting to talk to. Yeah. Can you put us in touch with a doc? Could you get us in touch with someone in and around that field? If you can, we'd love to have a yarn. I think it, I think I think we'd we'd all love to, we'd all to love get some to, answers. To to hear a little bit more about it. Yeah. Time to move on. All right, Eddie. Quick super rugby. Yeah, it kicked off on the weekend. It kicked off on the weekend. Tars got up. Last minute, got up in in front of a bumper crowd. Bumper crowd at Alliance. I'm I'm hearing upwards of uh, seven and a half thousand turned out to watch the boys in in light blue bumper bumper do crowd. their stuff. Yeah, got the W though. So got good on the, the boys. Hey, great start. Good on the boys. We're the first people to acknowledge our fickle relationship with rugby union. If they if if the boys start playing some good footy, 
I'm absolutely 100% behind them. I'm always behind them. I'm always behind them, but, you know, I might go to a game. But I think... think I think it's our job sometimes, Dom. Like I went, to, I went to three games last year. I think you know, I, I get around the boy. I just think that sometimes it's our job to point out, you know, technical the, flaws, technical that flaws, could do better. and just you know, just you know, the 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 things that need to be ironed out and worked. Well, on. they don't they don't market themselves like rugby league do, as we've just spoken about yeah. the marketing now of rugby league. They could do that a little better. If yeah, I was they could them. do that. Look, take a take a leaf out of league's book. I think from a marketing and also standpoint. and also maybe maybe play. A bit, a, play a brand of footy that's maybe a little bit more entertaining. Try you know, it. Maybe, maybe channel your your inner uh, shoot shield. Yeah, is that alright? I think that's fair. To, I think that's fair to ask. Just, uh, just look. Just, just think about it. Yeah, and I think you might see, you know, a bigger crowd, even bigger than seven and a half thousand. Well, you know, maybe, maybe eight, Tom. Whew. I'm not ruling eight out. But anyway, last minute win to the Tars, which was quite impressive. Mm. Didn't sort of shit the bed when the game was on the line. I like that. You don't want a home loss to kick off the season. No, 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 not against the South. Not against no, the especially Stormers. not against Saffers. If you it's a Kiwi I mean? team, you kind of go, well, we don't beat. Well, Kiwi that's teams. all right. That's all right. But South Africa, South, uh, nah. nah, 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 nah. And then the Brumbies. But what? That's look. This game particularly took me. Time. This this one piqued our interest because the Brumbies got up in a very close encounter with the Sun Wolves, mm. who I'm hearing are. Every bit of title contender this year, the Sunwolves. Well, I've heard the same thing. Apparently, they trained their, their house down in the preseason, Tom. Yes. They've got the World Cup coming up in 2019, the Japanese. Correct. And f- by all reports, Tom. The Sunwolves have... Got a bit of a hummer. Improved out of sight. Mm. I'm, hearing, I'm hearing things that are very positive. Yes. So if you're a Brumbies fan, I wouldn't be too disheartened by the fact that you only just beat the Sunwolves... I'd be quite at home, away or at home. You know what? That's a you can't throw questions at me like that. I don't know. I'll look it up. Yeah, you look it up. We'll confirm that for the people that don't know. But very close game. Brumbies got up away. They were away. They were away. They were so in Japan. They were in Japan. Mm. That road trip's fucked. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough on the body and the mind. Tom. Yeah, but really excited to see how the Sunwoods go this year mm. because they're like smoky. I've got them. Well, I've I've got I've got them. Top two. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. How did our man sing World Cup hero Sam Carter go? By all accounts, man of the match. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I heard man of the match. I heard man of the match I heard stuff. winning try. I think it was winning try, man of the match, maybe a drop goal. Can't confirm. We may not have watched any games. <laughs> so, Tom. Edward. I'd love to give it out a Victoria bit. I'd love you to, mate. I'd love you to. Who big you frost, big frosty, big ice cold. Yeah. Speaking of ice cold, before we get into it, guess who's back drinking this Saturday? Haven't yet, but this Saturday coming. Holy shit! Yeah, it's been a big month, booze free for anyone that's been following my journey. Uh, you're looking thin. You're looking gorgeous. You're looking trim, ready to. You're looking roll. vibrant. Steph, my, Colour my, in your cheeks, Tom. My girlfriend pointed out that my eyeballs are as white as they've ever been. Now I don't know what that means, but you got white. You got white eyeballs. I got white eyeballs. Get around that punters, dribblers. That's what a month off the booze will do for you. But we're not talking about a month off the booze right now. No. We're talking about handing out we're ha- we're ice about cold Victoria, getting bitter. people drinking, and I'm giving it to the Scots, Tom. The Scottish. I'm giving it to the Scottish rugby union team in particular. Okay. Because the Scots, they went big on the weekend. Knocked off the Poms. And as Australians, as proud Australians, Tom, 
the nation gets around... Palm knocking. Palm knocking. If you can knock a palm... If you can knock off a palm, give the palms an L, I think the nation sort of... We encourage that sort of behaviour. We share in any other nation's success over a palm. That's correct. That's correct. Now, they've got up for the first time in 10, ten years. Over uh, the palms. Over the, uh, over the palms in and, rugby union. And what is the palms? Were they on an undefeated streak? No, they've lost two games in 26. I see. They lost to Ireland last year. And maybe New Zealand as well at some point? No, I didn't point. play New Zealand. Okay. I haven't played New Zealand since... Well, that's why they've got a fucking... Since that's Eddie why they're on a win streak. Yeah, since Eddie Jones took over, they haven't played New Zealand. They lost to Ireland last year in the Six Nations, right. I believe. Okay. Now, they've lost to the Scots, Tom. That's great They've news. gone down 25-13. The Scots are on a big old hump. I mean, they did us. They, they did, did us, us last year. In Australia, year. they did us. And they did a... Did we play them last year? I think we did. We did. In Australia, at fucking Allianz, I was there. But did we... I think we played them again in... I think they beat in us November. Twice. Yeah, yeah, I think they beat us twice last year. Yeah. Put that aside. No. Put that aside. They've done the Poms. They've done them 25-13 and... Convincingly done them. They've won the Calcutta Cup for the first time in 10 years, which is the cup that you win when England plays Scotland. Why, why is that? Is that about like well, colonising well, nations the Bl- and the shit? The slow. But the Calcutta Cup, is that like to do with Calcutta? Or is it just some guy called like Warren Calcutta? Look, look, I, I will come back. Yeah, I don't think you. I, I shouldn't have put the pressure on you to give me the the storied history of the yeah, Calcutta. Look, you Cup. shouldn't have. You I shouldn't. shouldn't have. That was that was unfair. Just of me. know that it's old as fuck. Yeah, and it's prestigious. And the Scots have it. And the Scots have got it. And we're pouring in VBs, so Bloody they'll yo. be slurping VBs out the Calcutta Cup. Congrats, boys! Thanks for knocking off some palms for us. I think we've sort of arrived at the end of. Of another great show, Tom. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to have enjoyed myself. I hope the punter and the dribbler has. Thoroughly enjoyed myself. But I didn't want to go without wishing luck to our boys, Tom. Our boys in cream. Those boys over in South Africa. They're taking on the Saffers this Thursday. Test cricket's back. Test cricket's back. South Africa are number two in the world, I believe. And we're looking to knock them off in their, in their home conditions. Yeah. Last time we went there, we got the win 2-1. MJ Clark took the boys over there. Played a couple of brave knocks. Got some of the bravest knocks you'll see. You remember those brave knocks peppered with, with short stuff. Seared into my memory. Yeah, yeah. It's sheared into the nation's memory. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Uh, but we're looking to go back and, and get another W. Because they beat us last time they went to Australia. Yeah. You know, when Smudge was was just bitterly disappointed with the outfit. Yeah. I mean, he was the only one playing cricket. Well, I think it was almost a catalyst for Smudge's, like, you know, r- r- meteoric rise to smudgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? To his, to his Donhood. Yeah, exactly. From that moment on, he, he sort of took the nation on his back and started smudging the fuck out yeah, yeah. of any and all comers. Yeah, yeah. Almost did the Indians in India. Yes. Got the W in the Ashes. Now looks to go to South Africa and, and seek his revenge. Yeah. Another W, please. So I, I, you know, I've got I've got Smudge penciled in for for doubles, triples, and and possibly a three nil whitewash. Yep. Uh, look, the conditions are pretty similar to Australia, so shouldn't be too spi- much. Bit more spice. Bit more, but you know, we like, the, but we like spice because we've got Cummins, yeah. and we've got Stark, yeah. and we've got the country boy. Spice works for us. You know what I mean? We do spice. We got we the spice, spice girls. Our, our, and our, also, fucking, our bowling attack is the spice girls. Let's be honest. And we've also got the. Top wicket taker in Test cricket last year. Oh, you're talking about uh, Gary Lyon. I'm, talk- I'm talking Gary the Goat Lyon. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking. We're looking good. So I just wanted to wish the boys all the luck in the world. Very best of luck to you, boys. So uh, Thursday, Thursday. I think it's around seven eight o'clock. Yeah. So punters, dribblers, just tune in. Tune into that and cheer the boys up. We'll see you next week.
Farewell. Rugby League's back. Could you two just not talk anymore? Hi, I'm Tom Goodcamp from Stax Goodcamp. I truly hope you'll never need to call me. However, the sad fact is that accidents happen. People get injured. Should this happen to you, you'll need us on your side. From the moment you call, we'll be there for you to take away all your fears and concerns and to work tirelessly and compassionately to get you the compensation you deserve. So if you've been injured at work or on the road, call me on 1800 25 1800 and get Stacks Good Camp on your side.